Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 105. And away we go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man and Supreme and Jimmy and Chip Team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live. Patty Ag, and welcome to episode 105 of A Shot of Wrestling. Like always, I am your host at Michael J. Putty. Welcome to another show. It is my birthday weekend, which means my wishes come true. Your boy's alone here in studio. Get to air it out, get to calm down, get to unbutton my pants, kick back, relax, put my feet up on the desk, and you know, just you know, just take it easy. Relax. Be myself. Be at Michael J. Putty. That's right now. Like they say, there's no rest for the weary. Because your boys here at A Shot of Wrestling have a busy weekend ahead of us. We're doing the show on Saturday, February the 24th. Because we here at A Shot of Wrestling will be reporting to you live from the scene of Standalone Wrestling's latest show, Liftoff, emanating from South Jersey, May's Landing, just outside of Atlantic City. And our team is currently on site, setting up, so we'll be throwing to them very shortly to present the non-stop action of Liftoff, presented by Standalone Wrestling. Featuring my girl, Ima, as she slowly makes her way onto the independent circuits. Happy to see Emma back in action. Hopefully, you know, she kicks some ass tonight. And of course, we here are also getting ready for our first ever viewing party of the Elimination Chamber at the Crown Room here in Bayside, Queens on Bell Boulevard. But let's be real, most of you are probably listening to this after the fact. So I'm going to say it right now. Hope you guys shut up. Hope you guys came, had a good time, had a couple of drinks on the birthday, bought me a drink, celebrated your boy at Michael J. Putty's birthday. And if you didn't, if you weren't or weren't able to come to uh, the Elimination Chamber, we will be back at the Crown Room for Fastlane in March SmackDown's pay-per-view, which is already shaping up to be a much better card. But that's just my opinion. But enough about that. While the team is setting up down in Atlantic City for Standalone Wrestling's Liftoff show, let's get into some news. It's In The News with Michael J. Putty. Hello, folks. Jeff Jarrett here. That's Double J. J-E, double F, J-A, Double R, E, Double T. That's Double J. You're going to hear a lot of that name coming up. From Music City, USA. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Ain't he great? Put the spotlight on me, baby. Double J's ready. He was able to take that confidence, that arrogance. That's how you do it right there. And make it flashy. And some people didn't like him, but he didn't care about that. Double J is the ultimate entertainer. Ain't I great? The glow-in-the-dark glasses and the big, crazy strut. Strutting like he owned the place. Everybody's here to see Double J. Loud mouths want to be rock star. The world's greatest singer. The world's greatest entertainer. The greatest wrestler in the world today. That's how the world's greatest wrestler does it. I have soared straight to the top, and I wear the Intercontinental title proudly. Jeff Jarrett's on the list of the greatest Intercontinental champions. Six-time Intercontinental Champion, Jeff 
his job was to get people to hate him, and he definitely succeeded in that. We don't need a lead-in. Back off, Jack. Finn, come on up here. It's the figure four. Oh, come on. Ken Stiller. Jeff Jarrett hits the guitar. Don't you forget, that's J-E-double-F, <laughs> J-A-double-R-E-double-P. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And I'm going to leave you with three words, that's right, ain't I great? <laughs> Y'all thought I was excited about the XFL? Man, oh man, my man Jeff Jarrett, J-E-double-F, <laughs> J-A-double-R-E. Double T is now into the Hall of Fame. Now, I was one of the biggest Jeff Jarrett fans as a kid. Still am. Got picked on all the time as my friends. My friends were like, this guy, that guy. I'm like, no, my, man, my man's Jeff Jarrett. Of course, they shat on me for that. But, you know, it helped me become the man I am today. So I remember as a kid, my father coming to tell me that Jeff Jarrett was going to do a signing close to my house. So I asked if we could go. And being the awesome father that he was, he said, of course. And I remember standing on that long line in that heat, in that summer sun. And I was just trying to, as a line inched closer and closer, trying to peek through the, the window and try to get a glimpse of my man, Jeff Jarrett. And the fact that the smoking hot Deborah was there, you know, just icing on that cake. I remember getting the autograph. Still have it to this day. I know exactly where it is. But I remember asking for a picture. He said, of course. I went around the table, knelt down, took a picture. And uh, that moment is something I'll never forget. Inside, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, I'm sure you listening have your own moments of that when you met your favorite person at the time, whoever it may be. But just that moment of meeting one of the guys you idolize, it's, it was just a moment you guys will never forget. You know what I'm talking about. So of course, when this news broke, I went back to that picture and I wanted to go find it. I wanted to go post it to go to show people that, yeah, I'm not just blowing smoke out of my ass here. I, I'm a Double J fan through and through. So I went to my parents' house and I found a stack of photo albums. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like finding a needle in a haystack here. What did you know? The gods atop Mount Olympus are smiling down at your boy at Michael J. Putty because the first photo album I opened, the very first pictures were me and Jeff Jarrett. So uh, thank you, whoever was looking out for me that day. So I found it and posted it. So make sure you go check out at Michael J. Putty if you want to see young babyface Putty with a rocking, badass hairstyle. One of the greatest of all time. But, you know, that's just my personal two cents here. If you want to hear my other thoughts and what the voice of BCW Pete Rosado's thoughts were about it, make sure you go check out episode 104. We talked about it in detail when it was just a rumor. But it's not a rumor anymore. According to Sports Illustrated, the idea to put the six-time NWA champion, the TNA King of the Mountain, the four-time WCW World Champion, the three-time U.S. Champion, the six-time Intercontinental Champion, a European Champion, a Tag Team Champion with my man Owen Hart, a TNA Hall of Famer, and now WWE Hall of Famer, Jeff Jarrett into the Hall of Fame, was apparently pitched by none other than Triple H. The following statement is from Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso saying, and I quote, The decision to induct Jeff Jarrett was pushed by Triple H following the hire of former longtime TNA employee Jeremy Borash. The question now exists whether Jarrett would fit into Triple H's team for NXT and developmental. Hmm, yes. Do it. Make that happen. This guy is a wrestling genius. He comes from a wrestling family. He started two companies from the ground. Oh, you know, you know, the success of it is neither here nor there. But TNA is still around. This guy would be a huge asset to the WWE, especially Triple H and developmental. Imagine Jeff Jarrett and TNA helping molding these young guys. Man, make that happen. The man spoke to NBC Sports about it saying, and I quote, I would never have dreamed that in 2018 I'd be going to the Hall of Fame. But I've sat back and looked and I said, well, I guess there are some things that are just meant to be. I think from an in-ring perspective, in ring perspective, I was just hitting my prime years in the early 2000s. I would have loved to work with these guys in the WWE during that time period, but it wasn't meant to be. I took my career in another direction, and I'm glad I did. 
So, but, you know, the Hall of Fame is another opportunity for things to come full circle. Once again, from the bottom of my heart, you're not listening. No one, no Jeff Jarrett fans listening. But congratulations. I will be there come hell or high water in Nolens to see my man get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so, in other news. The Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission does not allow blood or the use of a pile driver, for some reason, in professional wrestling matches. These restrictions will apply to WrestleMania. And all those indie shows and Ring of Honor shows that take place WrestleMania weekend. Now to be technical for a second, the pile driver restriction it has not been clarified if it's the traditional pile driver or any other variation such as the tombstone. But um, I don't think it really matters here, does it? Because, you know, this doesn't really affect WrestleMania anyway. There's no pile drivers in uh, WrestleMania. There's no blood at WrestleMania. But those indie shows, those Ring of Honor shows that take place around WrestleMania, that's a different story. So we'll kind of keep an eye out, see what happens there. You know, the news. Quickly, speaking of WrestleMania, you know, they got rid of Pyro last year. But according to reports, the stage designer who reported the last couple of stages, last couple of years, it's not going to be as elaborate as last year's because you can't, it's inside. Duh. People are surprised about that. Duh. But in those plans, there are rumors that there are modifications for pyrotechnic use. So will pyro be coming back? Or is it just going to, because it's WrestleMania, they have to use pyro. See so what happens. We'll keep you updated. In other news. Well, as we talked about last week, uh, Pete Rosado, Lufisto, current Shine Wrestling Champion and just All Pro Women's Champion, was diagnosed with cancer recently. Well, she posted an update on her Facebook. So let me read that to you right now. And I quote, I saw some reports making my situation look worse than it is. I'm not dead. I'm not dying. It was caught in an early stage. And there is a lot of hope. Actually, with all my wrestling sisters and brothers, fans and colleagues reaching out, I feel like I have a thousand tag team partners in this fight. On Monday, I will find out more answers. And hopefully good news this time but yeah you have a lot of tag team partners once again our thoughts and prayers are to lefisto and we will see you at bcw's second anniversary show on march 9th from elks lodge in all the news during a recent interview with bloomberg business week stephanie mcmahon was asked whether there is a possibility of wwe being sold to a large media organization some previous rumored names have been uh, disney 21st century fox and even amazon imagine wb on amazon yeah. anyway she said and i quote well we've certainly thought about it it would be foolish not to so, I don't know what that means. I don't know how much they're selling. We'll keep you updated. But, you know, WWE is a pretty big couple of months coming up ahead of them, even year. Talk about their, the TV rights are coming up, whether they're going to re- renew with USA or maybe even go to Amazon or go to somewhere else, Hulu or another network, Fox. Remember Fox Sports? Remember that talked about a couple weeks ago? So, uh, you know, also the XFL is coming about. So, the Alpha Entertainment's around. So, uh, you know, we'll have a... Uh, See how that plays out, because that, that might be a catalyst, the success or failure of that might be a catalyst of whether or not the WWE actually is going to sell any part of it to another company. And I hope they don't. The McMahons are doing a great job. Triple H is going to do a great job. Don't let these money-hungry corporations ruin it like they did with Star Wars, like Disney did with Star Wars. In other news, talk a little bit more about it in Cheers and Heels, but on this week's Raw, the company made history. You know, I love history being made. Uh, at The seven-man gauntlet match was recorded as being the longest match ever to take place on WWE, which is kind of mind-blowing. The gauntlet match lasted from bell to bell an hour and 47 minutes. Additionally, Seth Rollins made history himself, becoming the first individual in Raw history to spend the longest amount of time competing in one single match. He was in the match for one hour and five minutes. He also pinned Seth Rollins, um, Roman Reigns, and John Cena. Huge accomplishments for Seth Rollins. Big things are in his future. Now that his WrestleMania plans are up in the air, this might affect them. Hopefully this guy gets a main uh, main spot at the grandest stage of them all. In other news, Mark Henry was caught in New York City by TMZ Sports and was asked about the chance of Hulk Hogan ever coming back to the WWE. He said, One last question, your WWE Hulk Hogan wants to come back. Do you think it's ever happened? I think I have to apologize to all the uh, existing African-American talent that, you know, he would be a real forgiving world. I hear you on that. 
Thank you so much for your time. Great talking to you. Right. Enjoy your afternoon, dude. It's an honor. First of all, it's an honor. Second of all, Mark, I'll answer this question for you. One last question. Your W.E. Hulk Hogan wants to come back. Do you think it's ever happened? Yes. Yes, it has happened. Don't get shook by Mark Henry. Phrase your question properly. But, you know, I can't fault him for that. You know, I fuck up some time to time. Believe it or not. Yes, I do. I flub my words. I say the wrong things. I fuck up. So, you know, let me cut this guy a break for one minute here. Okay. He meant to say, do you think that's going to happen? But he didn't. He fucked up. It happens. But he asked Mark Henry about the Winter Olympics. And this I cannot forgive. Dude, are you into the Winter Olympics at all? I, I know it's not your sport. I know you're a wrestler. You know what? I, I like the pentathlon stuff. Like the baby to uh, see the guy skate and shoot. Yeah, yeah, dude. Turn to the hockey stuff? Uh, oh, skating and shooting. It's not, it, it's not hockey. Yes, they shoot a puck. But if you don't know anything about Winter Olympics or even the Summer Olympics or sports in general, don't ask him a question about the Olympics or sports. Because skating and shooting isn't hockey, dumbass. He meant the pentathlon, skating and shooting. Pentathlon is a summer Olympic sport, but he said skating and shooting, so he meant the biathlon, where they cross-country skate, uh, ski, and then shoot in different positions. But yeah, it's... Ugh. Ugh. Dumbass. I digress. In other news. Green Man, you like this one. Green Man, you're listening. Season 4 of Lucha Underground has begun filming in a new location. Due to budget cut reasonings, the tapings are being moved from the temple at the original location in Boyle Heights in East L.A. to a warehouse in downtown L.A. The Wrestling Observer newsletter adds that the promotion is looking for to base talents in Los Angeles for the entire five-week season to save money and travel. Makes sense. Tapings are scheduled to be held Friday through Saturday, but talents will film their little vignettes and promos on during, uh, during the midweek. No word yet on the full roster, however. We keep you updated on that. But some of their original talent will not be brought back because of the smaller budget. And a lot of talent being used for this season are reportedly being told in advance that they're going to be working knowing their characters are going to be written out of storylines in the future, which allows talent to break away from their amazing seven-year contract. You're only year four. So hopefully Lucha Underground can revamp, rebuild. Because a lot of people like what Lucha Underground did. They thought they were changing the game. So hopefully they can get back on their feet, get some money in their bank, and uh, come back stronger than ever. This is the last weekend of February, last weekend of Black History Month. So let's take a minute and uh, look back and reflect on one of the pioneers for African Americans in professional wrestling. From humble beginnings in the small town of Perry, Georgia, Ron Simmons' rise to prominence in the squared circle would start on a completely different playing field altogether. The soft-spoken Simmons first made noise on the gridiron as a two-time All-American nose guard for the vaunted Florida State Seminoles. Simmons' uncanny athleticism and punishing strength would, in turn, make him a perfect fit for the wrestling ring. Boy, this Ron Simmons is power personified. On August 2nd, 1992, the powerful superstar would make history, becoming the first African-American to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Simmons' monumental victory would in turn pave the way for an entire generation of future African-American superstars. In 
2009, Ron Simmons was elected to College Football's Hall of Fame. Simmons was the first Seminole defender to have his number retired, a distinction that has since been bestowed upon the likes of Fred Beletnikoff, Derek Brooks, and Deion Sanders. And three years later, the man who could say it all with just one word, honored, was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. We all try to live and leave a legacy of something that we're most proud about. And for me, I can tell you without question, it is becoming the first black world heavyweight champion. In recognition of Black History Month, WWE and the shot of wrestling proudly honors Ron Simmons. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Folks, welcome back. Um, sorry about that. A little rare mistiming on my part. Did you didn't hear that? Uh, due to some for unforeseen technical glitch here, I cannot edit that part out of the show. So, you know, just uh, pretend that didn't happen. Anyway, let's get some, some uh, cheers and heels here now. Let's get into Raw. You guys ready for this? I don't believe I'm about to say it myself, but Raw was amazing this week. Raw was phenomenal. One of the best Raws since, what, late 90s, early 2000s? It was fantastic cheering that because it was two hours of non-stop wrestling like we mentioned earlier it was an hour and 40 something minutes of a gauntlet match and uh i guess they're listening because last week pete rosado himself said i want more wrestling i'm sorry i want wrestling on my wrestling shows and man did they deliver what a great match great time i remember a couple of years ago when it was Shawn michaels versus john cena in the uk with that hour match the third hour or the last hour of raw which is that one match we all loved it this was to the nth degree two hours of non-stop wrestling it was fantastic good job raw and you know believe it or not the man whose idea that was was Vince Ben himself so you know Vince doesn't usually like that kind of thing you know wrestling but uh you know great great job for raw man and i'm gonna cheers putting Strowman last because you know it's kind of predictable Strowman's gonna come out and do his stick but it would have been him just squashing everybody and doing his Strowman thing on the monster blah 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 if he came out first or even second so i'm glad they said him to the end but you know question what was the point of this match nothing there's no reasoning. There's no point to this match, although great as it was, there was no point or reason to be behind it. You know, why are these guys busting their ass to fight in this gauntlet match? Why are these guys busting their ass to beat six other six other guys? Six days away from the Elimination Chamber. Six days away from their chance to stamp their ticket to WrestleMania. They're fighting for no reason. Nothing. Right before the Chamber. I healed a couple weeks ago the triple threat match between John Cena, Elias, and uh, Strowman. The winner of that triple threat will become... The, uh, the last entrance into the chamber. At the time, there was a six-man. 
And I healed that because why only those three? Why not give everybody a chance? That should have been the stipulation here. That match should not have happened. Have this gauntlet match be the winner of this match will be the la- the the last man to enter the chamber. It actually gives them a reason because why why is the Miz busting his ass trying to beat somebody? Why is Seth Rollins going over an hour to beat John Cena and Roman Reigns when he's getting nothing out of it? At least they were fighting for the chance to get the last spot in the chamber. It would have made more sense. It would have definitely fit the story better. <sighs> But whatever. That's Raw in a nutshell. Great job, Raw. Well done. Unfortunately, get Elimination Chamber. It's going to suck, but eh, whatevs. SmackDown. I'm going to heal that uh, Cheesecake Knockable Over Hype video. You know, uh, underwhelming. Very underwhelming. Especially after the cool badass Oscar one they did last week about her uh, undefeated streak. If you want me to get hype for Cheesecake Knockable Over, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, do something with him. You know, maybe, possibly have him on the show, even do something. Maybe that's just an idea I'm throwing out there. I like someone's listening. I don't want to see this for the next two months. Give me something. Give me a reason to like or motivate to re- a reason to cheer for Cheesecake Nagam over. Although I'm not going to. I'm going to cheers the end of days to Kevin Owens. Uh, that was pretty impressive. You know, Kevin Owens isn't a small man. He's not a light man. He's not an agile man. And uh, for BC to get him up like that, good job, man. Good job. I'm going to heal. It was twice announced it will be Orton versus Bobby Roode for the United States title at Fastlane. Eh, where's my man, Ginger Mahal? He's in the thick of this. He's right in this middle of this feud. I'm assuming he's going to be placed in some sort of uh, way after the fact. I'm assuming he's going to be triple threat, but I don't see why just not make it a triple threat. What's the point of that? I'm going to chill. Once again, new to the show, a cheers is what we like, a heel is what we don't. A chill is what we like and don't like at the same time. Chill, the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, they, they, they get this cool new customized nameplate graphic Chiron. They get in with the hammers and blah, blah, blah. But, but the only to squash some jobbers, they're still squashing jobbers, man. It's been, what, a couple months? They were, they were teasing an actual feud, an actual storyline, an actual rivalry with the Usos. Yeah, what happened to that? That was a nice slow build. What happened to that? Because now all of a sudden the Usos are going against the New Day again, which is going to be fantastic. My feud of the year last year. So I'm not disappointed in that. But what are they doing the Bludgeon Brothers? Uh, what's going on here? That's all I got for SmackDown and Raw. I'd love to hear what you guys thought. Make sure you dial it up, 619-343-3005, or comment on our Instagram a shot of wrestling, Facebook, a shot of wrestling, shot of wrestling, no a on Twitter. Get involved, be a part of the conversation, and uh, I'll read your shit here on uh, the show next week. Again, some ratings. This week's Raw drew a 3.282 million, which is up from last week's 3.105 million. For the second week in a row, Raw was number one for the night in viewership. And for the third week in a row, it was number one for the 18 to 49 demographic. So uh, good job to Raw. SmackDown this week drew a 2.613, which is up from last week's 2.449. SmackDown came in number four on the night, falling behind Tucker Carlson, Rachel Maddow, and the returning curse of Oak Island. Only one episode left, man. There's one episode left, according to Wikipedia. There are so many uh, questions left unanswered. It's going to be two hours, so hopefully they find something. They do something. Oh, man. Do not call me Tuesday nights. Green Man, you're listening. You always call me at the fucking wrong time. Green Man, you're listening. Do not call me from 8 to 11 on Tuesday night. All right, I digress. But like I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we are hosting our very first viewing party of the Elimination Chamber on Crown Room on Bell Boulevard in Bayside, Queens. Uh, this is going to be after the fact, so hopefully you guys showed up. Like I said, if you guys haven't showed up, miss a great time. Make sure you're there in March for Fast Lane. But the, the card breaks down like this. It's going to be Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray White. Now, this is my predictions. I'm, I'm locking them in now before the show is there. So if I'm right, you can give me credit, Green Man. If I'm wrong, you guys can shit on me. That's what I'm doing here. I'm assuming... Matt Hardy's going to win because Bray Wyatt does nothing. Bray Wyatt's pointless. He's there to put people over. Let's make a walking Matt Hardy do something. Give him a push. Get him a rub and let's see where he goes from here. 
Cesaro and Sheamus versus Titus Worldwide. As much I would love to see Titus Worldwide win here, I'm assuming Cesaro and Sheamus retain. Oscar versus Nia Jax with Nia Jax wins. Not only does she break the undefeated streak, she will go on to be part of the championship match at WrestleMania. Talked about it with Irwin in episode 103. Oscar wins. Uh, the first ever female elimination chamber. I'm kind of up in the air about this. It's kind of a toss-up. I don't know who I'm going to pick here to win. Off on the limb, I'm going to keep Alexa Bliss. Let Alexa Bliss retain. He's going to change the titles. Elimination chamber isn't the place to do it. That's something for WrestleMania. Especially if it's going to be Asuka and her undefeated streak. Blah, blah, blah. And of course, the men's elimination chamber starring Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. So those are my predictions. Did I get it right? Let me know. Inbox at ShadowWrestling.com at Michael J. Putty on Twitter and Instagram. Shadow Wrestling, no A on Twitter. Shadow Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. Let me know. Give me some props. Give me shit for getting it wrong. But that is all I got for you folks here at Omega Studios. The team is ready and set and primed to go down in South Jersey for standalone wrestling's liftoff. Some of the matches you'll be hearing about are LAX versus The Rep. BCW Zone champion Joe Gacy goes against Martin Stone. You might recognize him from NXT. Stephen Pennington will go against Danny Gallagher. Never heard of those guys? Yeah, no one has. But you soon will. They are two young standouts who left a big impression at the uh, over the folks at Standalone Promoters during their tryouts. So these give, they're giving these two guys a chance to shine on a main stage. So it should be fun to watch. So pay attention to those names, Stephen Pennington and Danny Gallagher. It could be Stephen, but it's spelled with an F, so I'm saying Stephon. So, um, you know, those should be fun to watch those two young bloods battle it out at liftoff. And, of course, the artist formerly known as Ima, Tennille Dashwood, to go against Brittany Blake. So I'm excited about that. We're ready to go. So through the power of radio and the wizarding world of podcastry, our correspondent tonight will be the one and only good friend of mine and yours at Michael J. Putty. Putty, take it away. That's right, Michael J. Putty. We are here live at Atlantic Cape Community College for Standalone Wrestling's Liftoff. I'm here with the Green Man and Jeff, our intern. Hey, uh, by the way, buddy, uh, happy birthday, man. Ah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Surprise you remember. <laughs> How's it going down there? Not bad, my friend. The crowd is starting to file in, picking up. Make sure you tell Ima I say hi. Will do. Make sure you send her my love. Make sure she knows who the hell I am. Oh, she can forget. I'm sure she will. Once she gets one look at you, studly face, I'm sure she'll know. That's right, my friend. Who we are. All right, Mike's J. Party, you go enjoy your birthday. Have some shots. Down with Mike the bartender. Send him my love to Mike. Tell him I say what's up. We'll be here. The crowd is almost finished filing in. It's almost showtime. All right, we're here with Green Man. Green Man, opening match is Brandon Kirk versus Jason Kincaid. Action is pretty nonstop here. What do you think? Michael J. Putty, first of all, I'm beyond excited to be back in in this capacity next to yeah. you, my friend. You're, you're Happy welcome. birthday. Happy Fresh. early birthday. Thank you. Uh, we're here at Standalone with the intern. How are you? You took my chair. I did take his chair because... Uh, Riveting radio. Brandon Kirk taking it down to... Jason Kincaid right now. Great match. Great, great agility match. between uh, both of them. I don't know who this Brandon Kirk is, but he's showing some great athleticism in the ring. They are. And the fans, standalone wrestling, pack the house. I do not see an empty seat here, my man. Jason Kincaid also wrestling with no socks or shoes. Really? It must be hard. It must be hard. Jimmy Slicker Styles, barefoot. Brother, if I, if, if I was a oh, shirt, I would need inside boots. out with that Larry clothesline. I would need pads. Go for the cover. One, two, kick out of two. Uh, Green Man, I had to interrupt you. What were you saying? I said if I was a wrestler, I would need, I would need shoes. I would need kit pads. I would need uh, uh, elbow pads, shoulder uh, pads, bubble wrap. Pads. Yeah. yeah, you, you know that body armor they do when they attack dogs? I would need that. <laughs> what a gimmick. Jason Kincaid coming back boy. now. Oh. The bubble boy. No, uh, Jason Kincaid, long red beard. Is, uh, is he a long-lost Boulevard bully? I, I, I believe so. I think, I think he is a family adjacent to the bullies. Yes. Maybe yeah. a distant cousin? Yeah, he's because like part of the trading blows back and forth. Ooh, he just hit him with the Connected. Head? 
Oh my god, that hurt. Flying forearm by Jason Kincaid. Knocks the... What's his name? Brandon Kirk. Oh, running. Clothesline. Green man, this guy's coming. Trading blows back and forth. I've never seen something like this. Now, this is just the starting match. There's a lot more to standalone wrestling. Um, if you haven't yet, follow us on A Shot of Wrestling on Instagram and on Facebook because there's a lot that you may need to see about tonight's event. Uh, Justin Kincaid just hit a coast-to-coast. Now throws Kurt in the ring, goes to the top. Oh, he's not even on the trumpet. He's on the post. Oh, goes for a stomp. Kurt rolls out last minute. Oh, float over RKO. Kurt with a running knee. Brandon Kirk goes to the cover. One, two, three. He, to the crowds, this may Brandon Kirk annihilates Jason Kincaid. This match, this night just getting started too. Great way to start out. What's next? Green Man here for a shot of wrestling. Here with David, a standalone fan. The, the, this wrestling event is the best going today. The best kind of brand you can come out with with starting off, starting up the new year, 2018. You can't beat that, Jack. It's the best thing going today. No, no thrill, no filler. I couldn't cut a better promo if I even tried, baby. <laughs> All right, here we go. Match number two. We got Dante Caballero versus Tulpa. Michael J. Putty, this this match is going to be action-filled. I don't know if you can even keep up with it. I don't think I can. It's high high. Paste high flying, yes, and we're only like high. 30 seconds in. Jesus Christ, there's been uh three pinfall attempts by both men, and Crowd the show, fans like it. Show the some fans respect like both it. Both men are wearing shoes. Um, <laughs> now, both men are standstill, catching their breath. See what happens, it's coming up. All right, Jeff, we just had a, a weird spot here in the match. Uh, Dante thought he had two tulpa for the three, ref counted two, got in the ref race. Ralph kept reprimanding that it was only a two count, not three. The crowd but started they were chanting. saying this dose and trace things. What is that? Not English? That's correct. That is Spanish. But then the referee got involved in pushing Dante. I mean, that's, that should be a disqualification. Uncalled for. I would, I would say so. Referee's not getting involved in this match. But you know how it is. It's refs really, at the end of the day, he makes the decision. There you so. go. Ref goes up one. Yeah. Foot on the rope. Referee calls that. This ref is kind of shady. Some uh, officially shady stuff is going on here at Standalone at their first show. My man, Dante, had the man rolled up, held onto the ropes, and the referee kicks his head. My that's that's the second time the referee got involved in this match, uncalled for. No. Biased. That is a, that is a perfect management. finish. Dante. No. no. You're, you're, being, you're being biased. You're being biased. Topa had this it's match a, You have a, mic, you have a microphone beginning. in your hand. Don't need to shout. You have, you have, this is amazing. The right man won tonight. The right man Yeah, thanks won. to the referee. Thanks to that referee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Green Man is here for an exclusive interview with one of the stars of the main event here at Standalone Wrestling. It is the one, the beautiful and talented Brittany Blake. How are you, my dear? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm green as every day I am, you know. It's a fabulous shade of green, though. Thank you so much. See, this is why I love you. Because what is your favorite color, by the way? Green. Thank you. That's right. Now, let's get to the tough questions here on A Shot of Wrestling. What is your favorite adult beverage? Favorite adult beverage? I don't drink too much, but when I do, I drink Jameson. Wow. There's a lot of Jameson fans out there. I'm sure you're going to pick up some more followers. <laughs> Speaking of followers, we were following you on your Twitter. I hear that your dad 
is going to be watching your match for the first time ever tonight. And what a match to watch. What does he think about you? Well, I know he's not too happy with his little girl doing wrestling. But really? Well, it's dangerous, you know? I mean, there's a lot of... I've, I've been hurt. He's seen me hurt. I know it's not fun to see their daughter hurt. But it's really great. My dad, my whole family, they live like 15, 20 minutes away. So it just happened to be the night I'm wrestling to Neil. So they couldn't have picked a better night to come. But I'm really excited. Now, you've seen Tanil in the WWE. Now, you've studied her footage, I'm sure. What is your arsenal going into tonight's match? I'm pulling out all the stops. I have moves that even if she's studied me, that she doesn't know that I can do. So I'm pulling out all the stops. I know how vicious she can be. I can be just as vicious. I can serve it right back. All right. Tanil Dashwood, you have a tough competitor here at Standalone Wrestling. Listen to a shot of wrestling. And if you want to follow Brittany, where could we do that? You can follow me on Facebook at Brittany Blake. I'm on Twitter at Brittany Blake underscore and Instagram at Brittany or the Brittany Blake. Arlene, the general manager of Standalone's out to make a huge announcement. There's a man. The, there's a man in the stands called Frankie Picard. Holding a sign that he wants to get. I don't know what's going on here. Oh shit. Oh, oh, the general manager here, Standalone, just called this guy Frankie Picard a loser. That makes sense. Picard's getting it. You should have booked Frankie Picard as a sign. Arlene is now laughing her ass off. I don't know. Some weird shit going on. Crowd, get behind this young gentleman. Okay, here, here. okay, here we go. Okay, Arlene now. Oh, okay. Arlene just gave Frankie a shot. Fair enough. What a fair general manager standalone wrestling. Frankie going to the back. That's some upcoming match here. If he wins, he gets a shot on the standalone roster. What a fair, what a fair and impartial general manager. Going back to our, oh, big general, big, big announcement. Here we go. Announcing August, they have Goldberg coming to the boardwalk beatdown. Announcing another special guest here. Going through the very tiny screen to announce the other. And, uh. Sting will be here at Bar Walk Beatdown in August with the man they call Goldberg. All right, great man. Here we go. Next match on the card is Demarcus Kane versus mm. LSG, a standout from Ring of Honor here in standalone wrestling. Yeah, get the Marcus Kane, the guy that I'd never heard of before. Comes out in a sharp suit, dark <laughs> sunglasses. Already wouldn't be, wouldn't be over. Oh, here we go. And LSG with a hot valet. Oh, they're talking the now. What's going on? Uh oh. All right, get his jacket back. All right, here we go. Some respect. I'm seeing you work. I'm seeing you work. You are awesome. 
Marcus Kane showing some respect. Here we go. Is he trying to put over LSG? Why, Michael J? Why? He wants LSG on his team? What is this, Titus Worldwide? Dr. Marcus Kane saying he's not on his level. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Marcus Kane, a big six smug. foot five. He's very smug, this one. Very smug. Yeah, that's the reason I like him. I can help you get there. I At least he's willing to help. At least he's willing to help. Help, Titus. I'll tell you what. I got a stack. I got a stack. Man's got a stack over here. Is trying to pay off his competitor. I mean, I believe they, believe they say everyone's got a price. It's a handful of singles, Michael G. Putty. A handful of singles. Are you kidding me? The payday is bigger. Fight. Take it. We want wrestling. We want LSG just took the money. This match is over, I guess. This boy forfeit? It's over? LSG just well, took fantastic. the money. Fantastic. Good job. He Smart move by Demarcus Kane. He just gave the money away. What? He gave uh, the money away, Michael Jay Why can he come he here? He gave I mean, it away. Can I have the money? You can't buy LSG. Apparently, bring Bell just down. This match is on. Demarcus Kane dominating for most of this match. LSG mounting some sort of a comeback. Oh, this is a 450 out, splash. What a loser. He's rolling out. Loser? I think a smart ring veteran awareness. Bullshit, man. Marcus Kane showing why he is one of the best up-and-comers in this business right now. Great, man. Get him for an interview. LSG trying to mount the comeback. His hot valet distracts Demarcus. Man, it's too smart for that. LSG comes with a running knee behind him. He ducks, hits his own manager. Demarcus Kane comes back with his dominating finishing move. Your winner, number one, Demarcus Kane, celebrating, reveling in the hatred of this crowd. But man, number one fan over here, Demarcus Kane. Remember that name, folks. WWE Green Man here at Stand Alone Wrestling with some standalone fans. How are you doing, my man? Good. All right. How are you? Cool. All right. And I'm you? Great. <laughs> These are the best fans I have ever seen. Tell me, what are you looking forward to tonight? Standalone wrestling. Standalone wrestling. Someone getting beat up. Oh, what are you looking forward to tonight? For wrestling. For wrestling, that's right. We are here for wrestling, for people getting beat up, and for standalone wrestling. Woo! Next match here, we got the triple threat match against Hyena Hex, Rhina Galeon. And Casey Navarro. Casey Navarro actually stopped wire booth before the show and said these words. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here with someone super important. You may remember him from our episode with Mike Orlando, the kid, Casey Navarro. Hi. How are you? Oh, man. I thought you were Mike Orlando <laughs> with the green. He took it from me. Oh, he took man. it from me. Damn it, Mike. 
We're just about to get the show started, so tell us a little bit about your match tonight. Oh, I'm in a triple threat match tonight. It was supposed to be Fatal 4-Way, but one of the guys, I guess, couldn't make it. But it's a triple threat, um, Ryan Galeone, and uh, I don't know exactly who the other guy is. I'm not quite familiar with him, but uh, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems like a high flyer. I watched some of his stuff in the back, so I'm excited. Very excited. Now, everybody's been keeping an eye on your career because you have a busy schedule Tell us a little bit about what's been going on in the past few weeks for Casey. I mean, I came back from injury. I debuted. I didn't debut. I returned at uh, Wrestling Edge Tomorrow in Rhode Island. And then uh, the week after that, I was in Maine for Pro Wrestling TakeOver. The week after that, I was at uh, Pro Wrestling Magic. Then I was back in Rhode Island, CZW in Jersey. And then I flew out to wrestle in um, Florida last week. Hate to put you on the spot. But what is one of the best promotions that you ever worked for? Oh. Ah, oh, man. I, I, I really got to think about that. Uh, my favorite crowd was CZW versus Freelance last year on my birthday. Uh-huh. I won, dislocated my shoulder on my 18th birthday, but got a huge happy birthday chant from 1,000 people. So I guess them? Yeah. I don't know. The fans are always chanting NXT, NXT, and there is a reason because this is one of the guys, this is one of the talents that you need to keep an eye on who may be making it to your TV very soon. Is there's anything that you want the fans to know about Casey Navarro? What is that you want them to know? Just watch out, really. I mean, don't blink. Oh, that, that you don't know him? You don't know him? Bring him on. This is my tag team partner. This is Kid Carter. Kid Carter, you got to talk to him. Let them know. Let them know. How good am I? We're the best tag team ever. The best tag team ever. And how and how good am I? How good am- very good. And you're good, too. Like, we're going to win tag team titles one day, right? Yeah. Look at this. We, have, we already got shirts. We're good. Ladies and gentlemen, the future of professional wrestling is right here behind me. Here with a shot of wrestling. Thank you very much, Casey Navarro. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Now, great, man. We have Casey Navarro and Ryan Galeone and Hyena Hex in the match. Hyena Hex and Casey Navarro, obviously the smaller of the two. Galeone, obviously, like smart, was outside the ring, letting these two kids beat each other up. Michael, now he's coming here to dominate both Michael, of them. Smart game plan. Michael, Michael J. Putty, do not count Casey Navarro out. He may be one of the smallest competitors here tonight, but he is one with the biggest hearts. We just heard him talking about his young tag team partner. I mean, how can you root against a guy like that? Jesus Christ, he's picking up with one arm. That is athletic strength. Galeone is picking up with one Wow, arm. he launched him. Jesus. Oh, my God. About what, six, six, five? Jesus Christ. Now the crowd's getting behind Galeone no, there. That is wrong. Ryan Galgon just obliterated Casey Navarro on the hyena hex. Picked up. Casey Navarro as a dead man lift into a last ride powerbomb. Showing no respect to these guys. No respect to the crowd. Started to chant for him, Jeff. And uh, he didn't really uh, appreciate that so much. What's going on with this guy? I just wanted to say he looks like Iron Mike Sharp and Michael Gillicuddy had a kid. Yeah, Curtis Axel. Same thing. Yeah, Curtis Axel. All right. We all saw that. Next match was Frankie Picard. Trying to get his shot here for a standalone. However, he was attacked from the back during his entrance by Dan O'Hara. General Manager came out making this a hardcore match. Frankie has yet to get back on his feet. But before his match, he stopped by the shot of wrestling. Had these words. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have Frankie Picard. I don't know. We're here at Standalone Wrestling. My man, what do you got planned for tonight? The plan tonight is I'm going to see if I can get booked. 
I've been up there making a few calls for standalone wrestling, and they never return any calls back to me. I don't know why. But, you know, people should book Frankie Picard because that's, I mean, look at money. me. Uh, exactly. It's money. I mean, look at me. They, they should book me. So, we'll see what's going to happen. So, Frankie, dream match is top three. Who do you want to go against in 2018? Oh, man. My dream match is basically I want to go against The Rock. That's my, it's right there, but I know that's not going to happen little time soon. But dreams can happen. Um, um, my old trainer, uh, Drew Gulak. Okay. Um, I want to wrestle him again. And also, who will be another one? Oh, Finn Balor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to book Frankie Picard, you can follow him. Where can we do that? Oh, uh, you can Instagram, Frankie Picard 30, Twitter, Frankie Picard, and Facebook is Frankie Picard. Book me. Book me. They need to book me. Frankie Picard taking hit here to Dan O'Hara in this hardcore match, but Dan will not give up. Keeps taking whatever Frankie gives him and coming back for more, but what? Yeah. Frankie has drawn blood. Dan O'Hara, the big man, bleeding from the forehead profusely. How much longer he can go on? This match might have to be stopped. All right, here we go. Dan O'Hara setting up two steel chairs face to face. This man should know this spot never works. Here we go. Picking up Frankie Picard. Frankie Picard jumps over, flying forward right to the face. Big man is stunned, straddling over those two chairs that he set up. Falls down. Now face first onto these steel chairs. Frankie going up to the top rope. This, this man's on these steel chairs. This can't happen. Big man gets up. Smashes. Oh, no. Both men now are on the top rope. Both steel chairs are still face up in the middle of the ring. There's a battle here at the top. Both men struggling. Frankie slips up. Frankie slips under him. Power bombs him. Oh! Right through both steel chairs that has got to hurt like I said he set those chairs up you should know those, that spot never works in the favor of those who set that up Frankie goes for the pin one two oh big man gets up kicks out a two Frankie is stunned and frankly so am I crowd is now erupting Dan O'Hara goes onto the ring and pulls out a wooden table this crowd is looking forward to somebody going to the table. Maybe this man will learn from his lesson. He set up the chairs. Backfired on him. Will lightning strike twice with this table? Only time will tell. Frankie wins the match. Like I just said, Denaharo sets up the table, lays Frankie on it, goes for a move. Frankie rolls out of the way. The man goes crushing to the table. Frankie picks up the victory and also a spot here at Standalone Wrestling. Congratulations, Frankie. Shot of Wrestling fans, we have an exclusive interview tonight with Arlene James, the general manager of Standalone Wrestling. Come here, my darling, because at the beginning of the night, Frankie wanted to be in a match. You put him in a match, and then not only did you put him in a match, but you made it a hardcore match, and he ended up being victorious. What are your thoughts after... Him prevailing over your challenges. Yeah, usually big scared Dan O'Hare. He's my go-to guy for things like this. Uh, unfortunately, 
I don't know. Frankie had some luck on his side. I don't really know what happened. But, yeah, now I'm stuck with him. Yeah. So what is next for standalone management and the general manager? Are you going to continue to book Frankie Picard? I guess I have to now that all these people said it, you know, heard me say I would. So I'm just going to have to keep thinking of uh, interesting matches to put him in. As a GM, there's a lot more things coming for standalone wrestling. The next event was already announced this evening. And also, we have dual signings. We have yes. Goldberg coming. And tell us who the other person headlining the boardwalk. Co-headliner for boardwalk, boardwalk Beatdown is Sting. He'll be there for autograph signings and photos. All right. And what is the date on that? It's August 25th. All right. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss anything that Standalone Wrestling is going to be putting out. It is going to be a summer exclusively given to you by Standalone Wrestling. If you're a professional wrestling fan in the New York, New Jersey area, make it all the way down to South Jersey because this is where it's going to go down. Oh, yeah. Atlantic City. Michael J. Putty, we have been following this story. We have been following this story ever since the beginning of standalone wrestling. Frankie did not have a match, but you prevailed. You got the general manager to grant you a match. Congratulations. Not only was it a match, it was a hardcore match. Tell us about it. Fill us in on the details. Oh, man. Every time, like, I try and try push hard. Um, I'm just like regular people out here. I'm just doing just to get by work hard um love the kids love the fans but far as like the general manager this is like she she tried to downgrade me but but as long as i had the fans behind me and they wanted to see me enter and stand alone main roster i had to show them what they was waiting for and talk about earning the respect at the fans. At the end of your match, you were victorious. And not only that, but the people in this arena were chanting, Frankie, Frankie, Frankie. How did that feel, man? I, I started that, That's, by the way. It's, it's the part of, like, pure energy. Um, I'm the god of war. And um, that god of war transition, when they screamed out Frankie Picard, that gives me that fuel, that energy to keep going and tells me never to give up on people. And they never gave up on me, and I'm not going to give up on them. And that's the reason why I won tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we started this show, we were telling you, book Frankie Picard. And we're going to end the show tonight with telling you, book Frankie Picard. Last words, my man. Book Frankie Picard. Any Gallagher's in the ring talking. like the 1080 is no longer allowed during the Olympics. Danny Gallagher coming out to the ring with a broken collarbone. Howard is being interrupted. But who I can only assume is Stephen Pennington. Stephon Pennington? Stephen Pennington? I can't tell his next name. The Beast of Bel Air. Now, I know Michael J. Putty back in the studio is looking forward to this match. Stephen Pennington and Danny Gallagher were two young standout, young bucks who made an impression during their tryout here at Standalone Wrestling. This was their opportunity to shine here at a main event. 
But neither and, one is in wrestling attire. Well, they're the all match got, Well, the match got canceled now, but I don't know. Then Gallagher just saying with one arm he can still kick his ass. This young guy coming out of the from backstage getting a flying crossbody to Pennington. Kit Apple against Stefan Pennington. Rockers well, Party's truly disappointed in the back. Let's see what this kid can deliver. The kid in what can only describe as an upset defeated Stefan Pennington. Kid Apple, I heard it announced at the end it could be Kid Someone Else. This kid, the long red hair, just defeated this young. Oh, celebrating in the ring. Stefan coming from behind, viciously attacking this kid. Now pushing the referee out of the ring. Then a Gallagher trying to get in the ring. But what? Just Pennington's just going to town on this young kid. He's calling for Danny Gallagher to get back into the ring and do something about it. He can't. He got a broken collarbone. Nothing he can do about it. Referee calling for help. Security is trying to get into the ring. They clear this mess up. Pennington now backing off. Getting a lot of pain. I think he might some EMTs out here soon. He's holding his neck and shoulder, which is also already heavily taped, by the way. He's getting some EMTs out here. Chad Pennington finally making his way out into the ring, back up the aisle. But this is it's a sad situation. You don't want to see something like this happen. Pennington still jaw jacking with the security and Danny Gallagher ringside. Oh, going get his agent who he treats like shit really. This skinny little white kid. Skinny little white kid, no more than 17 years old, finally taking off his jacket, standing up to Chad Pen- Chad Pennington. Mike Dolphins reference. Stefan Pennington pushing him. This young buck standing up for himself. Security and referee trying to break these two apart. Thank God, kid, this, this is a death wish. This is a death wish. This this kid looks like gonna get beat up. Go right. He's finally kid. blowing over here. This kid standing up to uh, keep calling him Chad. Oh, it's Stephon Pennington. No, 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 he's okay. Oh, no, he didn't blow his nose. He's in anger. Oh, the kid back on his feet. Still limping, favoring his shoulder and right leg. It looks like Denny Gallagher raising his hand. And Pennington finally made his way back to the curtain. Green Man here for a shot of wrestling for another exclusive interview. At the beginning of the show, we had a great match. Tulpa was one of their contestants, the Vigilante. Welcome to the show. How you doing, sir? We are doing great. So tell us, what got you involved in professional wrestling? Let's take it back. Professional wrestling? Oh, taking it way, way back. Oh, to be honest with you, you know, uh, I've seen one match when I was maybe three years old. My brother showed it to me, and I was looked up at them, and they were flying and everything, flying off the ropes. And I was like, you know what? I should do this. I mean... I saw everybody, how passionate the crowd was for interacting with them. And they were like, look, they were, they were just interacting with the crowd and they'd given them inspiration. And it was just something in, in me. It was like, I should give the people inspiration. I need to give people inspiration. I need to help them in a way. Yeah. You know, 
Now, Hence the vigilante status. Now, Tulpa, you are a high flyer. There's a lot of action when you get into that ring. Are you ever fearful, or is there ever a move that you will not try because it is too high risk for you? Anything too high risk and too what? Is it too high risk or, or too dangerous? <laughs> I mean, I took the title of vigilante for a purpose, so, you know. Well said, well said. Now in tonight's match, yes, sir. what are your thoughts about that? How did that end out for you? That match was the craziest and the most hard-hitting. By the way, hence why my arm hasn't raised since we've been in here. Um, he kicked, um, excuse my language, he kicked the hell out of my arm, still hurting. Um, but hey, you know, I came back. The good always will win against the evil. Topa, it is a pleasure having you in a shot of wrestling. Where can we catch you next? And if we want to follow your journey, where can we follow you on uh, social media? Uh, you can always follow me on social media on Topa.mask on Instagram.com. And you can always follow me on Facebook as Topa T. And you can follow me on as well Twitter at Topa88. And it's time for our co-main event, Brittany Blake. Against my girl, the artist, formerly known as Ima, Tanil Dashwood making her way to the ring. The crowd eating out of the palm of her hands. This is going to be a good one, folks. Ima starting off with an early attack here, but Bernie's making it somewhat of a comeback. Springboard clothesline off the middle rope. Emma seems stunned, trying to make her way back. Fights spilled out to the outside. Emma and Brittany fighting out over the barrier. Now, Jeff, all of a sudden, you become a big Brittany fan. Oh, yes. So who's Brittany. Your heart, who's your heart Let going me tell on? You, I may have uh, tried to play favorites between Brittany and Tanel. Is that her name, Tanel? Tanel. Tanel. Captain and Tanel. There you go. For the record, but let me tell you, that Brittany Blake, I am infatuated with her. I saw you you're screaming at the top of your lungs. How much you love her. Embarrassing yourself little, and embarrassing the show. Listen, we had an opportunity to have a little one-on-one. And let me tell you, she is a sweetheart. She made me fall in love with her from the moment I said hello. I same shook thing, same thing with Tanil with me. When I met her, I fell in love. Although she has no clue who the fuck I am now. So, you At know, least Brittany knows who the hell you are. So as much as Tanil may be the veteran, I'm Brittany, the Brittany's rookie. Uh, uh, Brittany's Brittany. making a comeback, though, here. Yeah. Having Emma against the ropes, running clothesline right into the corner. What's it, running knee right to Emma's face. Emma, like, you know, for this being right uh, Brittany's biggest match of her career, she is really holding her own against uh, Tanil. You know, Tanil may have all the moves and all the veteran years uh, uh, against her, but look at Brittany. She's playing possum right Crowd here erupting about Emma. Diving body splash to the bottom rope. Brittany seems stunned here. Go for the cover. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, good only job, two. Brittany. Brittany kicks out. More to come. Now, uh, Tanil giving it to your old Brittany Blake here. Brittany's finding her own, though. Comes back everything Tanil's giving her. She seems to be sending off. Oh, no. What does uh, Brittany have to do here to put away Emma? Oh, no. Is she stepping on her hair? Happy on her hair. I, I Vint- I vintage Emma. Well, Jeff, I ask you again. What does Brittany have to do to put away the veteran? Well, first Tenille off, she's got to do sneak-ups like a roll-up and a one-two. Now, as I say, okay. Brittany is a rookie. She's a little bit on the green side. so there's m- No, no pun intended. No pun intended for a uh, green man. But it, I just Who has disappeared yet again? I just don't know uh, much of uh, Brittany's move set to know what she's she, got in there. Do you think there. she has it what, what it takes to beat Ema here? At the moment, she hasn't shown enough of her move set to really prove to me that she has a chance. Because every time she tries, Tanil 
just counters and just put your you back know, on the defensive. At the end of the day, you know, Tennille has that uh, veteran uh, uh, adage against her. She was trained by WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Brittany over here who's trained by who knows because no one ever told me. If yeah. I knew who she, who she was trained by, which would be good to know in a future interview. Um, uh, Jeff, I can't tell here. Who's, who's, the, who's the face here? Emma's, uh, Emma's acting like the heel here, but well, the crowd seems to be eating on the palm of her hands. Is, of course, well, who, you know, her name. Tennille is definitely the, the heel because when she went to go shake her hand, she kicked Brittany right in the gut. That's always a telltale sign of who's the heel and who's the face. You know, Both women are down. The referee's starting the 10 count. We'll see what happens next. Breaker the code breaker going for the cover. Two. Emma kicks out. I keep calling her Emma. Is it, is it disrespectful to call her Emma or should I call her Tennille? Speak of the microphone, asshole. Speak of the microphone, dumbass. You can't call her Tennille. She has a, I mean, you can't call her Emma. She has a bitter taste in her mouth about anything WWE I call her the artist formerly known as Emo. That, that's fair enough, right? I guess you could do that. That would be fair. But that's, that's kind of but a longer chance. Emma, to call her Emma straight outright. Emma, what the fucking Michinoki driver. Ah, Brittany kicks out of two. The well, fight I, is still I, I, in Brittany. Come on, go. credit for that. I don't even know the name of that move. That's what I'm here for, my friend. That's who I am. That's who you, who you are. That is true. Look, all I got to say is... Uh, Brit- oh, Brittany with a missile drop you, kick off the top the rope. It's the ref. The ref. The referee the gets ref in the way. The referee is knocked chance. out. Tanil now licking her lips. I know. She's about to play some dirty mind games over oh, here. Oh, Brittany, hold your own. Here we go. Brittany, come on. Put it in the armbar. Armbar cross face. Oh, what, what do we have, got what, here? What is this? This is some, some weird submission maneuver that oh, I like. It, it, it looks a, like... A modified cloverleaf. Yeah, with the with an arm ball, Music arm, is arm back. Playing. Hey, is this an Oscar? Oscar's coming out. What? Oscar? Uh, no, this is what's her face. What is her this face? Is, um, his girlfriend. Who's the, girlfriend? The one who got in trouble with three with uh two oh five live. I don't two, know what you're talking about. Two oh five live, the black guy. Stop yelling. What's his name? Oh, oh yes. Two oh five lives, uh, girlfriend. That guy, the, the former guy. The one who just got released. What the fuck's his name? His name, it's his girlfriend. That's his girlfriend that he got a d- domestic abuse for. Yeah, give me her what name. What is her name? Darius Young? Darius Carter? Darius... Uh, no, no. What's it, his name? Emma with the one, two, three. Off of the distraction from that guy's girlfriend. <laughs> her name phone. is G- Gail... Gail Gay? No. It's no. 205 guy. Rich Swan. Rich Swan. I got it. Here Rich we go. Swan's flying, girlfriend We are flying off the here. cuff here. Thank but to Neil Dashwood picks up the victory. That what is, is domestic abuse, Rich Swan girlfriend. What is Rich Swan's girlfriend have beef with uh, your girl Brittany here? And then our final main event: BCW champion Joe Gacy goes against Martin Stone, a name you might recognize from NXT. Jeff, any thoughts? I want to do a redo on uh, the previous match with uh, Tanil and uh, Brittany. Uh, What's your name? You, look, you looked at her name. What's her name? Tanil? No. The- oh, Sue Young. Sue Young. There it so, is, folks. So it was Sue Young who interrupted. Okay. Therefore, we suspect that the special guest tonight might be Rick Swan. Well, Rick Swan. Rick Swan. Uh, After this liftoff presented by Standalone Wrestling, there's going to be an in-ring photo op. With Tanil Dashwood and a surprise person. Now we here are now speculating that it could be Rich Swan. You don't think it's going to be Sue Young herself? Well, Sue Young isn't big enough to be a guest. Rich Swan is? Compared to Sue Young, he, Rich Swan's on 205 Live. Our main event's about to kick off. Let's see what happens. Both men exchanging blows. This has been a brutal contest. Both men giving it their all. 
Martin Stone went for a punch. Joe Gacy went for a kick. Both men are currently down in the ring. Referee starting his 10 count. Both men have not moved. Oh, Jeff throwing us. Thank you for making a lot of noise on the microphone, Jeff. So uh, I just uh, asked Joe Gacy to be my friend in the middle of the ring, in the middle of a match, and he murdered with his dying breath while he get hit ass kick. I will never be your friend. That's how much Joe Gacy despises me. That he's dying. He's down. So uh, last match at uh, BCW, he was uh, going up against uh, Green Machine for the BCW title. Mike Orlando, I have some respect. Mike Orlando, the Green Machine. Having said that, uh, I was a big Mike Orlando fan because uh, Mike Orlando had an interview with me and uh, we got along very well. Both men men exchanging blows, blow for blow here. Both men seizing foothold. Oh, now Mark Stone coming on with a flurry of blows. Joe Gacy back into the corner. So, out of nowhere. Running clothesline. Running uppercut. I'm sorry. Joe Gacy's stunned right now. So, out of nowhere, Joe Gacy challenges Mike Orlando, the green machine, for the BCW title. And yeah. I went to... Uh, Wicked clothesline. Referee goes one, two. Joe Gacy kicks out a two. And I went to Joe Gacy. I said, you don't have a chance. I said, Green, uh, green Machine is going to fuck him up. And I said, fuck him up, Green Machine, fuck him up. And Joe Gacy was like, come talk to me later tonight and let's see who wins this match. And uh, that's what started our uh, hate-hate relationship. Why do you hate him? Because I was a Green Machine fan. I was a Michael Lando fan. And Mark Orlando was the, the champ. Joe Gacy mounting off uh, some sort of comeback here. Running knee to the head. Martin Stone is down. Goes for the cover. One, two. Martin Stone takes out two. It wasn't that I hated Joe Gacy. I hated anybody who was opposing Mike Orlando. Uh, Martin Stone is currently down here. Not moving. Joe Gacy going for the attack. Both men giving it their all. Crowd erupting in a this is awesome chant. Showing respect to both competitors, both well, men. Well, what, what happened was Joe Gacy, out of nowhere, had a burst of energy and just went through five movesets and took out this NXT guy. From where? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere had a five now, moveset. Now these guys are on their knees, slapping each other in the face. Running on pure adrenaline at this point. Got to be running on fumes, Jeff. I mean, what more can these guys give? They what, they, they, it they've all. been going about, what, 17, almost 20 minutes now? At least. Four, gap, now both gap. men back on their feet though. Now changing forearms to the slaps. Both men getting some energy. Who's the first to fall here? Oh, That's man. Oh, oh, running clothesline. Couldn't get him over. Oh, oh, right goodness. in the face. In the face! Let me tell you. These hits look oh, my Big man running through the ropes to the springboard RKO. Springboard RKO, my god. And he kicked out. And kicked out. This is just this match continues. Oh wait, no! Uh-oh. Got him in the crossface. Crippler crossface. Right in the middle of the ring. Joe says no. Uh, rolls no, over. No, no, for the cover. Boy. One, two. Ooh. He turned the crossface into a pin. No, so rings of Saturn apply to Martin Stone. Right in the middle of the ring. He cannot reach those ropes. Martin Stone taps out. Joe Gacy victorious here at liftoff. Martin Stone dressing the crowd here. Martin Stone showing some respect to Joe Gacy. 
Sammy is his ring, putting the microphone down, bowing at the feet of Joe Gacy, now leading. Everyone here in the arena is on their feet. Joe Gacy bends down to grab the mic. Let's hear from the champ. Joe Gacy, classic act, support standalone wrestling, the crowd on their feet, everyone applauding Joe Gacy as he makes his way back to the back. Well, that wraps things here up at standalone wrestling here in South Jersey. A great night of action, a great night of pure wrestling, great to see Tanel back in the ring. That's it, folks. Make sure you come back here in August for the wrestling convention on the boardwalk with Goldberg and Sting. That should be at night. Uh, you won't forget to make sure you're there. Tickets are now available, I believe. Go check it out, standalonewrestling.com. So for Jeff the Intern, for Green Man, for everybody here at Standalone Wrestling, I've been your host, at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>